If you have your Bibles, let's go to Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5. Let's, let's deal with God's word this morning. Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 20. If you found it, can we stand for the reading of God's word? It's just one verse and we continue from there. It's a first annual Thanksgiving. Ephesians 5 verse 20. Can we stand as we read God's word? Stand as we read God's word. It says, giving thanks, giving thanks always. Can we, can we read that together? One, two, three, go. Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus. Can we read again? One, two, three, go. Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Father, thank you for your word. We ask that you send the kind of unction that makes teaching and preaching easy. Throw your word in this building. Be glorified in this place. Give understanding to your people. Let the veil open up. Let us see Christ in Jesus' matchless name. And everybody said, Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. So, my, my discourse this morning is the believer's thanksgiving. The believer's thanksgiving. So, nod your neighbor and tell your neighbor, is the believer's thanksgiving. One more time, say it out, is the believer's thanksgiving. The reason is the believer's thanksgiving is because I think everybody does thanksgiving. I'm serious. I think the... The native doctor, the juju worshiper, they name them for me. Even the guys who don't go to church, at the end of the year, they, they throw a party just to thank whoever they worship for a successful year. Who understands that? So the believer's thanksgiving must be different from, wow. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, fam. <laughs> I'm coming to you sometime in the message. It wasn't me. It was just you. <laughs> yeah. So the believer's thanksgiving is different from the regular thanksgiving. Yeah. And that's what we want to discuss this morning. Amen. So thanksgiving for the believer is not an event. It's a lifestyle. Thanksgiving for the believer is not an event. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. The reason you find ungrateful people, if you're not grateful to God, you cannot be grateful to your husband. You cannot be grateful to your wife. You cannot be grateful to your partners. You cannot be grateful to people that you see because you are un you're ungrateful to God in the first place. So the believer stands giving. That's my son. Bring him all the way to where I sit with my wife. Bring Olayemi all the way there. Uh, uh, the believer's thanksgiving is a lifestyle. So thanksgiving for the believer is a lifestyle. Somebody says a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. So we wake up every day and it is our lifestyle to be thankful to God. It is our lifestyle to be thankful to God. Second service, I don't know why you all like coming late like Jesus, man. You just keep distracting the service. Okay. Amen. So the believer's thanksgiving is a lifestyle. So that my girlfriend came late today. She tired. What's going on? Okay, beautiful. Then we'll settle down. Alani, can you remember? Hey, you do. Okay, beautiful. 
So the believer's thanksgiving is a lifestyle. So thanksgiving for the believer is not an event. It's a lifestyle. It's something that we do naturally all the time. We're just thankful people. Yeah? Now the believer's thanksgiving, thanksgiving rather to the believer is a perspective. So one, thanksgiving to the believer first is a lifestyle. Two, is a perspective. Now, a certain man who's a chain smoker had two sons. Man, he smokes. You know, guys who just, I used to have an uncle like that. He just smokes. Like, if he shakes you, you'll be smelling, you know, cigarettes all day. He smokes. Then we saw his first son, and he was just smoking randomly like a father. And so we asked him, he's in his 40s, why are you smoking? You know what he said to us? I watched my father. And then I saw his second son, about the same age with him. And he doesn't smoke at all. And I asked him, why don't you smoke? He said, I watched my father. Perspective. So they both watched their father. And one person watched enough to say, I don't want to be this guy. The other guy watched and said, this is my guy. So thanksgiving to the believer is perspective. So one, thanksgiving is a lifestyle. Two, thanksgiving is the perspective of the believer. Three, thanksgiving is the response of the believer. Yeah, is the response. So once a believer comes into any situation, his perspective is what? His lifestyle is his responses. So thanksgiving is not an event, it's a lifestyle for the believer. So you know how a friend of mine, you know, I, I almost beat him up the day, he was hitting on his wife. Ah, how can you be hitting her? Say, she just got me angry. Blah, blah, blah. Push me to the wall. I say, if you cut cockroach into two, you won't find blood. So if it came out of you, it is within you. If you, yeah, if you open up the, you won't find blood. So if it came out of you, it is within you. So in the same way, what comes out of the believer in pressure what comes out of the believer during crisis is thanksgiving. And faith is an expression of thanksgiving. And thanksgiving is an expression of faith. So what comes out of the believer when there is a... Is thanksgiving, naturally. That's what comes out of the believer. So thanksgiving first is the one lifestyle of the believer. I just want you to learn something too. It is the perspective of the believer. Three is what? The re- Thank you, you're there. It's the response of the believer. Is the response of the believer. Is the response of the believer. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 18. In everything, give thanks. It did not say for everything. <laughs> In everything. That means I'm not happy that I lost my job. I'm not happy that I lost the car. I'm not happy that that happened. But my response in that situation is thanksgiving. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you, believers. That means I'm not excited, not necessarily for everything. But if I find myself in this situation, my response is thanksgiving. Are you with me? We're going to the mountain. I just want us to crawl up to the mountain. We'll go to the mountain soon. I just want us to crawl up there. So we give thanks in all things, not necessarily for everything. Thanksgiving is the response of the believer. What makes us special from other people is our ability to thank God when we don't understand him. 
if you only thank God when you understand him, what, why are you a believer? You are just as good as an unbeliever. So what makes us special is our ability to thank God when we can't understand him. That Lord, I can't understand what you're doing. I lost my job, my relationship, this, and I'm broke. I can't try, I can't figure you out right now, but I'm thankful. Did you hear what I said? So what makes us special as believers is our ability to thank God when we can't understand him. Are you thankful? Because some of you just want to be happy. Happy is happenstance. Happy means something happened for you to be happy. So if nothing is happening in your life, you are not happy. The Bible doesn't preach happy. The Bible preaches joy. Joy, joy, joy. That means I may not have all everything going on together. What I have is joy, unspeakable. The Bible never says, come to Jesus and you will be happy. No, it's not in the scripture. So he will, I'm not happy. I just want to be happy. <laughs> Only Jesus can give you joy and then you can have fulfillment. You get that? So the believer's lifestyle is thanksgiving. The believer's perspective is thanksgiving. The believer's response is what? Thanksgiving. Our ability to judge him faithful and declare his goodness regardless of our situation. That's what makes us believers. Our ability to judge him faithful. If you read through the scripture, thanksgiving is always in the mix of your prayers. <laughs> because when we pray, we are not believing God for what he should do. We are believing God for what he has done. That's why we all don't sing here in church. What you say you will do, that is what you will do. No, he's not doing anything. He has done everything. So what you say you will do, that is what you have done. So he's the seated priesthood. When he died on the cross, he said it is finished, not to be continued. Not glory be to God, home video, part two. No, Lodi, no. No, to God be the glory, not glory be to God be the glory. Part two, Lodi, no, no. He said it is finished. So everything you are believing God for is not what he is about to do. It is what he has already done. You are just about to walk into it in time. Because God is not in time. God is in eternity. So when the prophet was speaking Isaiah, he said, unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. He didn't say unto us a child will be born. He didn't say unto us a child will be given. No. Isaiah was speaking because he understands that the, 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 the thing about God, if God gives you a word, he's not telling you about what he's about to do. He's actually telling you about what he has already done. You are just about to walk into written time. So how do you pray? Every time you pray, you mix it up with thanksgiving, knowing that he has already done it. What do I do? Pastor, I've been praying for this thing for a long time. Start thanking God for it. Father, I thank you. Thank you for my car. Thank you for my child. Thank you for my children. Thank you for my home. Thank you for my house. Thank you for the land. Thank you for the project. Thank you for the scholarship. Thank you for the deals. Thank you for the payment. What do you do? You start thanking Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. I believe Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Be careful. That's the word anxious. That's it, anxious. It says, be careful for nothing, but in some things, wake up, wake up, second, second service. In everything, by prayer and supplication, that's a kind of prayer, 
with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. That means every time you pray, you pad it up, you envelope it with thanksgiving. Why? Because it's not something that he's about to do. It's something that he has already done. In the world, Olayemi, you have to see to believe. In faith, we believe to see. So we don't have to see to believe. Jesus speaking, he said, blessed are those, you and I, who have not seen, but yet they believe. So in the kingdom, we believe to see. In the same way, in the world, we receive and then we are thankful. In the kingdom, we are thankful because we have already received and then we receive more. So the problem with you, you want to see first before you start thanking God. No, in the kingdom, we thank him because we have received all things already. And then we see the manifestation of the things. That's the way it works. That's the way it works. So thanksgiving is a response, not a trigger. There's a lot of pastors who tell you, you need to come and thank God. When you thank God like this, when you, when you do it, you now, you now move God from heaven. With mover's glove. Where, how did you move him to the cross? How did you move him? At what point? What did you do to move him to the cross? Romans 5 verse 8. Whilst we are dead in sin, Christ died for us. So what did you do to move him to the cross? Always moving. So thanksgiving is not a trigger. It's a response knowing that God has already done it. Tell your neighbor, God has already done it. One more time, say, God has already done it. So I know you have some prayer requests, but God has already done it. Now say it again, God has already done it. the problem with thanksgiving, and that's why we're teaching the believer's thanksgiving, is, how do I say this thing now? I used to have depression and frustration every thanksgiving service, because I'm wondering, is thanksgiving, um, but nothing really happened to you this year. No, just keep looking straight when you get home, nod your head. Just pretend like, you know, you're the one who made it this year. Just nothing really, and then you, this puts pressure on believers. Because you're coming to thank God for your brand new car. The brother by your side has no car. You're coming to thank God for the brand new house. The sister by your side has not paid rent. So it, it, it's not balancing. It cannot be the reason why believers are doing thanksgiving. No. We can't, no, it cannot be the reason why we gather to do thanksgiving. Because we are thanking God for the things unbelievers have too. Do you understand? They have it too without Jesus. Why are you looking at? Don't you have cousins, uncles in your family who are not born again? And they have more than you. It is from their, the crumbs that, they, that fall from their table that they give to you. You come and do thanksgiving on top of the crumbs that an unbeliever gave to you. In no balance now. Let's talk now. We cannot have thanksgiving Sunday and we are thanking God for cars and houses that unbelievers have too. Do you understand? We cannot be having for cars and that unbelievers have to. So you are coming to thank God and this and that. So our thanksgiving is different. That's why the topic is the believer's thanksgiving. What do we thank God for as believers? Why are you thanking God for cars, house? An unbeliever has it. So what makes you special in the thanksgiving package before God? What are you actually thanking God for? 
Because he puts pressure. Ah, now, wow. It's like God loves these people more than me. And you know all those addicted testimonies? It is your father's younger brother that was the MD. I just went to the place. Favor, it just opened up for me. Tell us it was your uncle's establishment. Tell us now. You took a loan, you bought the car. God just changed my car. No, tell us. Don't, don't edit the test. That's why here, bro, you see, you need to be publishing your testimony. No, 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 I don't do it here. The testimonies that are important to me is Larry's testimony. Stuck in masturbation for years and is out of it. Those are testimonies. Is the Ron's girl who called me in church. Man of God, I broke up with the chairman. That's testimony. Is the other brother who said to me, weed, I've stopped smoking. That's testimony. Is the gay brother codedly. Don't worry, it's not in this service. Boy, start looking around. No. Who said to me, bro, man, that's an exit, not an entry. That's testimony. That's how we don't do it. Found it. Ah, the talks can give you testimony for this. Oh, the kings can give you testimony for this. Can, uh, Obina can give you testimony. Moji can give you testimony. I can keep counting. Nena's testimony is back to back. You know the end. For this. So why do we have thanksgiving? So that's why we don't do all those. Oma uh, share testimony. Big testimonies. There are a lot. So what is the believer's thanksgiving? Let's talk. Let's talk. The believer's thanksgiving. Because things are good, but we don't thank God for things. We thank God for him. So a good car is good, but that's not, that's not why the believer gives thanks. A good house is comfortable, but that's not why we do it. Money, the account is very good. Clothes, good to wear, beautiful. Unbelievers have these things too. Breaking news. So why do believers do thanksgiving? What is the thanksgiving of the believer? Let's talk. Colossians chapter 1 verse 12. Let's see scripture. See, see. Allow me. Giving thanks unto the Father which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. That's why we give thanksgiving. For eternal matters. See. Not for cars. Who has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Because Jesus is one size fits all. If we start doing thanksgiving for cars and houses, people will be left in this place. Some people will leave here depressed. I'm a church boy. I used to leave thanksgiving depressed. Like, God, what's going on, man? What's happening? But when we start thanking God for things like Jesus, the finished work on the cross of Calvary, the blood of the eternal sacrifice, he puts all of us in the same WhatsApp group. He puts everybody in the same WhatsApp group. We cannot be thanking God for chicken. The things that he didn't have is what we are not doing. I bought a car. I got into a big house. That is the reason for your thanksgiving. It is the materialistic gospel that has shifted our focus of thanksgiving to things. Oh, you heard my popular story of how the chairman had a PA. Chairman is not born again. The PA is a pastor. So, Chairman, come to my church. We have a conference. It will bless you. Chairman looked at the flyer. Pastor's face was in front. Behind, testimony. I was broke. But God blessed me with two million naira. Praise the Lord. I was striking. But I got a 20, 2001 Corolla. Praise the Lord. I was a tenant. 
But God gave me a house in Moe. Praise the Lord. The chairman says, is this what your God does? I do better than your God. It's, yeah, it happened in Lagos. Yo. So I do better than your God. I give people five million naira for thank you for coming. Then I change cars for people. Brand new. Not this Tokumbo that your God gave to you people. I buy houses for people in Banana Island. If this is what your God is giving people, I'm better. We lost the privilege of leading that man to Christ. God said to me last night, very powerful. He said to me, don't tell anybody. He said, Jesus did not come to make bad people good. Jesus came to make dead people live. So the preaching of the gospel is not to make bad people good. I was a bad guy before, and now I'm a good guy. No, you were dead before. Now you are alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I, you know, the Holy Ghost told me like in 9-11, when you want to turn the 9-11, you have to, a trailer, you have to be careful. So what I'm doing, I'm trying to shift your perspective of Thanksgiving, and it's taking me a while, but I'll get there. To, until we get to the right reason why we should be thanking God. Because not everybody bought cars this year now. Not everybody bought houses this year. Not everybody had their child this year. Not everybody, do you understand? So why do we thank God? It should be something that puts everybody in the same WhatsApp group because God is not a respecter of persons. What I say to one, I say to all. Second service will be very hot and loud. Today is like, it's different, right? Let's talk. Let's talk. So the purpose of thanksgiving is giving thanks to the Father which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the inheritance. One of the reasons why we should be thankful is all our sins are forgiven. Yeah, that's the reason for thanksgiving. That guess what? We are not perfect people. We are forgiven people. Yes. We are not all getting it right people, but we have been forgiven. All my sins are forgiven. Because that puts everybody in the same place that you know what? All of us, our sins have been forgiven. I know you look like God's first cousin, like you've never seen in your life. You know, when you came out of your mother's womb, you came out praying in tongues. You never cried. I understand you, but I'm talking to your neighbor, maybe not you. But I don't know about you. If you're here like me and you're just excited that all your sins are forgiven. All. I don't have to go to a priest to get forgiveness of sins. No, no, no. All of my Those are the reasons you thank God. Why? I have forgiveness of sins. Do you know what it means to be in a relationship with somebody who says to you, you can never offend me. I can never love you less. I can never love you more. Because his love is constant. His faithfulness is not premised on your character, on your behavior. It's premised on his nature and his integrity. That's the reason we are thankful. Not for cars, not for things. It's that all of my sins are forgiven. I'm not the perfect man, I'm the forgiven man. This is the gospel. Colossians 1. Verse 14. In whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness. We are not believing God for forgiveness of sins. We have forgiveness of sins. 
that's what you should be excited and thankful about. I have for I'm not be, I'm not forgiven because I'm remorseful. I'm forgiven because He's merciful. So it is not my remorse that triggers the forgiveness of God. It is His mercy that triggers. Thank you, sir. Forgiveness of sins. Now you don't have to call the pastor to receive forgiveness. Because God has no middleman. That word is heavy. Access. God has no middleman. Your pastor, your priest is not a middleman. God. God has no middleman. We all have access to God and we have forgiveness of sins. Give me, give me Ephesians. Ephesians. You know, Colossians is the intelligent summary of Ephesians. If you've been through my class, you know what I'm talking about. Colossians is the intelligent summary of Ephesians. So Ephesians has a more elaborate expression of Colossians. Let's see what Ephesians says. The same thing, almost copy and paste, but there is a huge difference. George, it says, in whom we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins according. Hey, 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 the local Shadebo. According to the riches of his grace. When, not if, I have one trillion pounds. I love you. They hate me here. I'll say it again. When I have one trillion pounds, my look will not say amen. Call ask me for money that we still for nonsense. So when I have one trillion, you know, pounds is the only currency that has surname. Pound sterling. <laughs> Respect. Bros. <laughs> when I have one trillion pounds, and I tell you, I will give you out of my riches. It can be 50 naira. It can be $50. It can be $500. It can be 500 millions. It cannot be the one trillion pounds that I have. It says, you have forgiveness of sins. He didn't say out of the riches of his grace. He says, That means I have forgiven you with everything that I have and everything that I am. Message translation calls it the aggressive forgiveness of God. God has aggressively forgiven you. So some of you, you need to start forgiving yourself. Because every time you remind God of what you did, he cannot remember because he has aggressively forgiven you aggressive forgiveness. Because he didn't say out of the riches of his grace. He says, according. That means I forgive you with everything that I have and everything that I am. Out, not out. According to the riches of his grace. That's why we are thankful for things of eternal value. Things of eternal value, not car houses. But somebody still has questions about the husband who died. Somebody still has questions about the wife who died. So we are thankful for things that are of eternal value. Not physical issues. 
1 Timothy 2 verse 5. God has no middleman. For there is no God, there is one God and one mediator. You, I always preach with the Bible, but they keep arguing with me. But have you not seen the Bible? Arguing with me. So when you argue with me, bring the Bible. There is one God and one mediator between God and men. The man, Christ Jesus. Period. Did you see priest there? Did you see pastor there? God has no middleman. Jesus became the middleman. So Jesus made reconciliation between humanity and divinity. He ended enmity between human. One, the man. Next, in January, I'm having a series called The Man, Christ Jesus. It's very deep. But it's, I can't scratch it today. The man, Christ Jesus. <laughs> Let me, the person in heaven is a man. January, will, I will unfold. Is a, because when Jesus came, he said, a body that was prepared for me. So he took a body. When he was living, he didn't leave the body. He went with the body. So the person who is in heaven is the man, Christ Jesus. He has to be a man to be able to represent you. For the prophet speaking. Because if he's not a man, he cannot accurately represent you. The prophet speaks for God to the people. The priest represents the people to God. He is our high priest. He's a man. So the Bible says, the man, Christ Jesus. January, grace event, we enter some deep waters. You will you'll be founded in the gospel, rooted. I will break some tables, all those religious things. I will shatter them well until you see Christ and him crucified, period. Because the gospel is Jesus plus nothing, minus nothing, equal everything. The man. Hebrews 10, verse 12. Get us a little now. She used to be in my fellowship in Unilag way back. You married a godly woman. You know. Hebrews 10, right? From verse 12. See, it says again, but this man, Anana, Kayado, Ezitra, Sesolaguza. It says, this man, after he had offered one sacrifice, for sins forever. It was one sacrifice forever. Sat down on the right hand of God. So sin issue has been paid for once and for all. That's why we are thankful. Forgiven. Past. Present. Future. For, forever. Forgiven. Forgiven. Give me from verse 14. Let's go down. Let's go down. For by one offering, he had perfected forever them that are sanctified. Kayada, Give me verse 15, God punished the devil. Whereof the Holy Ghost, who also is a witness to us. For after that he had said before, give me verse 16, let's go. This is the new covenant that I will make with them after those days, said the Lord. I will put my laws into their hearts and in their minds will I write them. Keep it. That is why for the new creation believer, the one who is born again, we don't move, we don't deal with rules and regulations because the regulator lives inside of us. <laughs> we don't obey 
obey rules and regulation. Why? We have the regulator inside of us. This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days. Say the Lord, I will put my laws into their heart and, and, their, and, and their minds will I write them. Give me 17. 17. And their sins past, present, and future. And iniquities will I remember no more. Give me 18. Now where remission, not remembrance, of this is, there is no more offering for sins. Give me, give me 19. Having therefore, brethren, boldness, access, to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. Remember growing up in church, they put protection by the altar like this. As if those of us who are here, you are God's first cousin. You, you are not there yet. When you come, you come to the altar like this. Because you think God is there. God is not looking for a building, he's looking for a man. He's looking for a man. He's not in the building. A man. So if you think this is where the Holy of Holy is, when we leave this place to Grace Event Center, what happens to this place? They had the show here yesterday now. So what makes it holy? I make it holy. So you're okay. I will enter his gate with thanksgiving inside. I will enter. How did you leave? Uber or boat? Who took you out? Don't you know that your body, Kayada, is the temple of the living God? It is you that God dwells in, not a building. Not a building. So we have boldness to enter. Because we carry the holiest one inside of us. His name is the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Not elite spirit. Not local spirit. Holy Spirit lives inside of you. Those are the things we are thankful to God for. So when you stand before people, they have more money, have more stuff. You have what they can't have. So when you are thanking God, you are thanking God because I'm accepted in the beloved. I'm blood washed. This is not sin management program. This is not morality 4, 5 point. No, this is inner transformation. I'm blood washed. So you may drive a bigger car than me. Guess what? I have a bigger God within me. That's why they have more money, but they don't have joy. Can't you hear they keep committing suicide? Why? Because peace is not a commodity, it's a personality. His name is Jesus. Hebrews 9, 28. Let's talk Bible. Just so you, when you leave, you have an understanding when you are giving God thanks. You now know why thanksgiving is a lifestyle. Is a response and what? The perspective. Thank you. So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many. And unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time. So when Jesus is coming back the second time, without sin, he's not coming to deal with sin. He's unto salvation. Once offered. Look at your neighbor say, I'm not a sinner. I have been saved. All my sins are forgiven. All my sins are forgiven. This is the testimony. This is why we give God praise. All my sins are forgiven. 
Colossians 2, 13. Colossians 2, verse 13. And you being dead, you see this? Jesus did not come to make good people, bad people good. He came to make dead people live. He didn't come to make bad people good. He came to make dead people live. And you being dead. That's why we don't teach give your, bring your life to Christ. You have no life to give to Christ. It's accept Jesus into your heart. Because without Jesus, you are dead. That's what they would have told the Babylonian that man, oh God, you have money, but you are dead without Jesus. Because John 10, 10, in him was light, and the light was the life of men. John 1, 4. 10, 10, the thief cometh not but to steal, kill, and to destroy. I am come that you may have life, and that you may have it more abundantly. So without Jesus, with your money, you are a dead man, oh God. Jesus gives life, not money. That's why we can't have churches around Beverly Hills, called California. What do you tell a billionaire? Come to Jesus and he will give you a car. Just because he's he crazy, man. Come to Jesus and he will change your house. He stays in a house that is worth $4 billion. He comes to Jesus and he changes. What are you talking about? That's why we can't preach to rich people. Because we have a Nigerian gospel. That's why we can't preach to rich people. We can't have conversation with them. You know, Jesus can change your life. From what to what? Jesus gives you life. What life is not change you are talking about? You are dead without Jesus. Come and receive life. You have money, but you don't have joy. Because Jesus gives real joy, not fake smiles. Don't worry, it's me they cry to. With all the money. Both men and women. But you know, you can't tell the man who doesn't have money that money is not everything. That is why the only man who told us that vanity upon vanity is vanity, Solomon, is the richest man in the Bible. A man with 1,000 women, and they did not poison him. He's a very, very powerful man. 1,000 women. That means he had them in all short, fat, black. He had them tall, light-skinned. He had 1,000 women. After doing what he now says, vanity upon vanity. Or you should listen to that man. You have not been able to toast five successfully. You should listen to that man. So if that kind of man says vanity upon, you should listen to him. So why do we thank God when we have thanksgiving? Why is it a lifestyle? Why is it a response? Why is it our perspective? Because we are children of God. You know what I am? You split the sea so I could walk right through it. My faith is drowned in perfect love. You rescued me. He says, you rescued me so I could stand and say, I am a child of God. You split the sea. You split the sea. You split the sea so I could walk right through. My faith is drowned. My faith is drowned in perfect
Your feet is drowning perfect love. we clap our hands. This is real thanksgiving. That's it. That's it. No cars. Not cars. No building. This is thanksgiving. Thank you. Because we are accepted in the beloved. Thank you. Because we are loved by God. Thank you. Because all our sins have been forgiven. Thank you. Because we are now called children of the most. Thank you. Because those of us who were alienated have been embraced and grossed into the family. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This is why we do Thanksgiving. When I bought a car, those things are good. They'll pursue you. You don't pursue such things. They pursue you. You thank God for things out of eternal value. You bought a car. Your unbeliever in your house has the newer version of your car. Well, guess what? With your lower version, when you drive it, they're envying you. Why? But you don't know. Because you have the joy that they don't have. You have a peace that they don't have. Look at you. You come with your old clothes and your design. They say, ah, you're looking good. Oh. You're looking this. And you're wondering. You have a better wardrobe than me. But there's something that I have. Because glory is not what you wear. It's what you carry. It's you, you, I didn't want to preach. We're just talking today. Sit down. Let's talk. Just open when you know Jesus. How not they cope? How? No Allah for who no know Jesus. Who oh. no get Jesus for 2020? You don't have Jesus. You won't carry over into 2021 without Jesus. Come, I want to lead you to Jesus. Not religion. Jesus. The second reason why we do Thanksgiving is we carry the glory. I was preaching on Wednesday when I said to them that the glory of a Ferrari cannot be seen in Lagos. No, you know, oh, oh yeah. You, 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 yeah. Where you won't drive our pass. Even my Mercedes Benz is a contract, it doesn't go to the mainland. This is just the glory of a Ferrari cannot be seen in Lagos because you don't have the road to open the engine. So the cargo just they suffer for Lagos. The glory of put it in Germany, good roads, open the engine. 
in the same way, God took the entirety and the totality of his glory. Because Jesus did not come to defend God. Jesus is God speaking for himself. Jesus is not coming to defend God. No, no, no. Jesus is God speaking for himself. So God took the entirety and the totality of his glory and compressed it. It's called the manifolds of God. Manifold. And compressed it. And the compressing of Jesus and the glory of God does not reduce the value of the glory. Because any portion you get out of God gives you the fullness of God. What is remaining of him is still the fullness of God. Because he is indivisible and insubtractable. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. So he, he, he reduced, folded into the womb of Mary. And God came out of God with a name called Jesus. So Jesus comes. And then when he died, that same Jesus was released into your spirit when you believed in him. So what you have in you is the fullness for every version and every portion you get of God gives you the fullness of God. And what is remaining of him is still the fullness of God. So what you have is Jesus inside of you. It's because we don't know it now. That's why when somebody will give his life to Christ, we don't give the testimony. When somebody has a breakthrough of $2 million, come, come, come. Come and tell us what the Lord is doing for you. Come, come, come. So there's a crave. There's a fire prayer. Prayer, yeah. Miracles. The Bible says, this sign shall follow them that believe. So believers don't follow signs and wonders. Signs and wonders follow believer. When I see you jumping from one prayer place to look for a miracle, it's a sign that there is something technically, spiritually, pivotally, quintessentially, fundamentally wrong with you. Miracle, 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 miracle. You are a miracle. Why are you looking for something that is not lost? You are a miracle. So we are jumping. You carry the very glory. That's why we don't sing, you are the Lord. That is your, you will never share your glory. I don't, that's, it's, it's a song of ignorance. I'm not sharing his glory. He gave me his glory. When I say something like this, I will not show you from Bible. John chapter 17, verse 22. Chuki, let's read it. And the glory, not the above version. Not China made. Not Alaba. The glory which thou gavest me, I have given to them. You know who said it's Jesus? It's not Peter. It says, the glory that you have given me, have given to them, that they may be one, even as we are one. Give me verse 23. God punish the devil. In I in them, and thou in me. That first line, eh? I need time. I am in them, and you are in me. So, the person in you is Jesus, and God inside of you. And the spirit, every is tabernacle inside of you. Let's open the meeting. Let's invite the presence of the Lord into this place. I came with him. 
let's acknowledge the presence of the Lord. Invite to where? Where did he go to? When I came, I carried him into the meeting. If you're not sure, I came with him. Heaven is his PMB. I am the PO box. I carry God. I in them and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one. Watch this. He says, and that the world may know that thou hast sent me. Watch this last verse. And has loved them as thou hast loved me. So God does not love Jesus more than you. And has loved them as thou hast loved me. So God doesn't love Jesus more than you. God loves you the same way he loves Jesus. Breaking news, you are the beloved son in him. You're, you're pleased. So I'm not trying to please God. Jesus already pleased him for me. Eh. So I'm just in Christ, justified. He is in me, glorified. This is the message of the gospel. It was tampered with 430 AD to 500 AD after those 12 apostles left. The church in Rome, because when you say Catholic, Catholic means the gathering. But the Roman Catholic, that's it. The church, the gathering in Rome, decided to put some extras, Anglican, added some things. So when you have the Protestant people who left, to say we are doing now, so they came, and they, this is the original gospel. Clear. Original. And has, this is Jesus speaking. And do, do you know there was a time in the church where only the pastor had the Bible, the members did not have Bible. It was like that for years, if not centuries. Centuries, yes. Only the pastor had, why? To sell the ignorance. Because the, the, the strength of the enemy is in the depth of your ignorance. Yes. My people perish for lack of knowledge. So, we have gotten used to not reading. Statistics say, if you want to hide something from a black man, put it in the book. If you want to hide something from a believer, put it in the Bible. They don't read. So, Paul says, study to show thyself approved. we talk. You know Colossians 1.27, Christ in you, to whom God would have made known what is the riches of the glory of the mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. So you can't you carry glory. Glory is not what you wear, it's what you carry. So it doesn't matter what you wear, you bring value to what you wear because you carry glory. Glory, glory. It's the lack of glory that makes Nigerians to spend money they don't have, to buy what they don't need, to impress people they don't like, and get frustrated because they didn't notice it. Glory is your ability to drive that your old car, but in a new way. It's the ability to handle your wife who's been there for you, but in a different way because there is glory, and it's glory new every morning. Because what we preach is of eternal value. So, this crave of miracles up and down. Eh, the pastor, in the sea, in the, for you know, if you just sow, you get money. You drop the money, you get miracles. Ha! So, it is the MMM transaction that we have brought to church. And I'm telling you, so we're looking for money for land. I can get it like this. I'll just run a prayer meeting seven days to the end of the year. 
Let me show you the scope. Say, so we'll do prayer. We'll be coming. The prayer will be hot. Hot. Then before the end, I'll just bring, bring a dangerous seed. 21, you know, something. $2,100 for 20. Hey, from there, I'll be bringing it down. I'll not bring it down to $2,100. I'll get the money from you people. All of you, I'll get the money from you people. Because you like that whole magic show religion. Charismatic witchcraft. You don't go be the problem. Bring $1,000, come, come, come. I don't want you to miss it. I don't want you to miss it. If you have 500, come, come. I, I don't want you to miss it. Try not, run. Exactly, no come, run, run down, run down. I don't want you to miss it. I don't want you to miss $300. I don't, I, see, I don't want the Lord to pass you. I don't want the Lord to, don't let the Lord pass you. Everybody, come, $100. You, so, the people who gave $1,000, they are in the business class of God. The other ones are we in the economy. The other ones are in night balls. What are you talking about? But again, those churches have more money. Why? There is something about the African man that wants to do something, that wants to drop something, that doesn't just want to relax and respond. Oh, we need money. We need you to give, but not give in the whole gimmick of 2021. Then you're not bringing. I will start from two million one hundred. Two million. I will drag it, drag it. Then I'll go to towards where King Geeks. Two million one hundred. I see them there. I see them there. See them. I'll get time. I'll meet Auntie uh, Uchena and the husband. I'll drag him, come out together. They do PSS, space most but we'll collect him. Auntie, I'll collect him again straight. Oh, two million one, I will not go down. No, I don't want you to miss it. Two hundred and one thousand naira. Where are you? You go ahead. I will not get that one. Plenty, plenty. Focus on Obina. Focus on Tolani. Focus on all those people. What is that? So there's just this miracle crave because why? It is done with miracles. Miracles. This sign follows them that believe. Believers don't follow signs and wonders. Signs and wonders follow us. That's the, that's the principle. With due respect to Jesus, Moses had more miracles than Jesus. So it cannot be about miracles. I mean no disrespect my Savior Jesus, but Moses had more miracles than Jesus. So it cannot be about miracles. Because Jesus did not come to perform miracles. He came to die. It cannot be about miracles. Moses had more miracles than Jesus. So what are you talking about? It can't be miracles. Things of eternal value. As Moses, you know the kind of miracles Moses performed? I joking? Do you know what he, are you, do you, are you, are you joking? Do you know what Moses did? Do you know what it is to take your rod and drop it on the floor? It becomes snake. Then it swallows all the other snake and you have the mind to pick it up. So, so you just read the Bible. Can you do that? Why do you think God rehearsed with Moses privately before taking him before Pharaoh? Because as he dropped the rod, Moses for cow face. Hey! So God rehearsed with Moses privately because the principle is what you have not rehearsed privately, you can't flaunt publicly. That's the principle. So he rehearsed. Then Moses dropped the rod. See, try it on your pool. Then the river opened up. Ah, 
I can imagine you, you Yoruba bread and then, ah, 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 Moses, ah, you will, will be passed, ah, Moses be in front of, ah, ah. Some of you all think that they passed with nobody did selfie, now fear. Make a come on before anything happen. You, 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 you think they're a huh, let's just take, nobody is a liar, nobody did it, oh, fear go catch you. Water, heat, that means the shake, the, the sharks and everything came by the water, but they couldn't leave. They stayed. So they were walking, pictorial now. Like this, like this, just, and they're moving. Why do you, you think, you think that Claire and Miriam begin to praise and worship when they cross over? And we sing unto the Lord a joyful song, and we praise the bitter Miriam. You know those critical people in church? Thanksgiving came out of Miriam. Are you joking? Moses had all of that experience. But show me Exodus 33 verse 8. 18. Exodus. And he said, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. After all the miracles, Moses still did not have what you and I enjoy. I beseech you, show me your glory. So Moses with all he had, Moses in heaven is wondering, wow, see these people. What I was begging God for that he didn't give to me. Yeah. So glory is not miracle. Glory is more valuable than miracles. Stop showing miracles. You carry the glory. Moses, show me your glory. Give me from verse 20. Let's, let's travel small. And he said, thou canst not see my face. Share the Bible says Moses talked with God face to face. No, that was an that's just an illustration of speech. It was a heart-to-heart conversation. They're not born Moses where to see God's face. God said, Thou canst not see my face, for there shall no man see me and live. Give me verse 21. And the Lord said, Behold, there is a place by me, Atala, Godorus, Evrene, Telesis, Orata, Boza. And thou shalt stand upon a rock. Haya, thank you, you got it. You got it. So in the Old Testament, I told you the scriptures must be substantiated by the epistles. The scriptures are not epistles. The scripture is Genesis to Malachi. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John is eyewitness account of Jesus. The epistles are different from that. So the the scriptures have the details. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, the gospel have the picture. The epistles have the x-ray. So if you read the x-ray in Corinthians, it says, and the rock was Christ. So even in this illustration, God was already telling us that the only access to the Father on Christ the solid rock, I stand all other ground. The rock was Christ. So the rock was the access that Moses had. Because it must be constant that the only access to the Father Give me verse 22. And it shall come to pass, while my glory passed by, that I will put thee in a cliff of the rock, and I will cover thee with my hand while I pass by. So I'm putting you in the rock, and I will cover you whilst I pass. Give me verse 23. And I will take away my hand, and thou shalt see my back parts. God has no posterior. God has no posterior. God has eternity past. God has no bomb bomb. That's what I mean. And thou shalt see my back parts. 
It was from this place that Moses wrote Genesis and God created the heavens and the earth. So Genesis is not the oldest book in the Bible. Moses was born in Exodus chapter 2. So the whole Bible is revelation to revelation. Because Genesis came out of revelation. So it's the revelation of the scriptures that it was from that time Moses wrote. It was Moses who told us about in the beginning. God created the heavens. That's Moses' book. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers. Yeah, Moses' book. So it's Moses who told us about Abraham. How did Moses see? It was that time Jesus, God moved past and he saw eternity past. Like he downloaded that flash. You people are feeding well in this church. I can tell you some of the pastors don't know what I'm saying. A lot of them don't know what I'm saying. I boast in the Lord. So miracles are not glory. Glory is deep stuff. Let me show you something. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6 to 9. Let's see what the epistle shows us. No, King James Version. 2 Corinthians 4, 6 to 9. 2 Corinthians 4. For God, watch this, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, had shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God. In the face of Jesus. So Jesus is the face of God. Jesus is the DP of the Father. Jesus is the ID card of the Father. Jesus is the international passport of the Father. If God is on WhatsApp, his DP will be Jesus. If God is on IG, his pictures will be Jesus. Because Jesus is the absolute custodian of the revelation of God. No, give me verse 7. Verse 7. Let's travel. Verse 7. Verse 7. But we have this. It says, We have this treasure, this glory in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of. You know what this means? That we are not able to boast of the glory. Because in Christ, there's no independence, there's Him dependent. We are always going to say it is God who gave it to us. Give me verse 8. Give me verse 8. Let's go, let's go, let's go. We are troubled on every side. But because there is glory, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but the glory is within us. But not despair. Give me verse 9. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Why? Because the glory lives inside of you. Because the glory is the lifeguard, Jesus, who walks on water. The glory is the fourth man in the fire, so you can never be consumed in the fire. The glory is the one who, keep, who gives you a dance even in the middle of the storm. Jesus is the glory. This is why we do thanksgiving. Forgiveness of sins. We carry the glory. Give me the message translation. Let's travel fast. I need to close. I need to close. Are you learning something? Are you being blessed? I can't hear you. Are you learning something? Are you being blessed? Give me the message. It started when God said, light of the darkness. And our lives filled up with light. As he saw and understood God. We saw and understood God. Did you see that? Did you see that? No, no, no. Let's not read through it. I want us to see it. It started when God said, light of the darkness. And our lives, as he said it, filled up with the light. As we saw and understood God in the... 
So you cannot understand God outside of the face of Christ. In the, all things bright and beautiful. Give me verse 7. If you only look at us, you well miss the brightness. We carry this precious message around in unandorned clay uh, pots of our ordinary lives. That's to prevent anyone from confusing God's incomparable power with us. Give me verse, verse 8. As it is, there's not much chance of that. You know for yourselves that we are not much to look at. Watch this. We've been surrounded and battered by troubles, but we are not demoralized. Yeah, that means COVID came, but we survived it because we carried the glory. Enters came, we survived it because we carried. Some of you got contracted by COVID, but guess what? You came out of it because you carry the glory. We are not sure what to do. Give me, give me next verse. But we know that God knows what to do. We've been spiritually terrorized, but God hasn't left our side. We've been thrown down, but we haven't been broken. The reason you're here this Sunday morning is because glory lives inside of you. The reason you didn't die is because glory lives inside of you. He left you, broke your heart, but look at you today. You don't look like what you've been through. That is because glory lives inside of you. Look at your life in spite of the abuse, the rape, the frustration. When you come out, people still look at you and you don't smell like everything you've been through. That is because of the glory. I don't know who this word is for, but look at your life. You look like glory. You smell like glory. You talk like glory. You drive like glory. You shout like glory. You move like glory. If it had not been for the Lord who was on your side, you would have been swallowed. But God has been your help from ages past your hope for years to come, the very present help in time of trouble, your shield and buckler, the glory and the lifter up of your head. I don't know who we're preaching to this Sunday morning, but God wants me to tell you, if it were not for the glory of God, you would have been swallowed, but God knows how to bring glory out of your story. God knows how to bring power out of your pain. God knows how to bring miracle out of your mistakes. God knows how to bring ministry out of your misery. If this is your word, the Sunday, throw your hands up, shout thank you, Jesus. You'll see them. Glory, 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 glory. My, my last point before I close we are assured of the rest of God because He has given us His best. Romans chapter 8, verse 32. It says, he that spared not his son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely? You, this is the problem with the church. We think we got Jesus freely. So every other thing, we have to pay a price to get it. This scripture says, if he gave me Jesus freely, he can give me all things freely. How did I receive Jesus? By believing in my heart. And confessing with my mouth. How do I get everything else from God? By constantly believing in my heart. And confessing with my mouth. Because the principle that gave you Jesus. Gives you the rest. Uh, uh, so how can, he says. How shall he not with him also freely. Give us all things. So we thank God. Because we are assured. That all things are coming. I don't know who you are. Your child is coming. No maybe not here. Your child is coming. 
Your house is coming. Your husband is coming. The things you're believing God for, they are coming. They are running to you because if he gave you Jesus, he will freely give you everything. If that is your word, somebody shout amen, somebody. 2 Corinthians 2 verse 14. Let's talk. 2 Corinthians. Now thanks be unto God, which always causeth us to triumph in Christ and make it. So it says, thanks be to God, because he's going to cause me to triumph. You know, he's going to cause me to triumph. So why do we thank God? We are confident that we are going to triumph. I'm going to come out. How? I don't know. The how is not my business. I can't figure out the how out, but I'm just sure that he's going to bring me out. Every now and again, I wake up in the morning, think of myself, how are we going to pay for the new place? And I'm like, the how is not my business. I'm just confident that God will bring us out. How are you going to buy your car? How are you going to build your house? How are you going to come into everything God has told you to do? Let me tell you, my friends, my brother, the how is not your business. If God said it, he will bring it to pass. God is not a man that he should lie neither is he the son of man that he should repent if he said it he will bring it to pass i don't know about you but your god is more than able your god is more than able your god will bring it to pass if that is your word shout amen somebody second corinthians 4 verse 17 let's close let's close let's close Let's close. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 17. Second, Pastor, you don't know what I've been through. This is your word. 2 Corinthians 4, Father, I thank you for the media team. You see, that's how you pray. When you are tired of talking, say, Father, I thank you for the media. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 17. For our light affliction. Are you being afflicted? It says, our light affliction which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Are you going through a lot right now? The Bible calls it light affliction. Light, light affliction, light affliction. Give me the message translation. Give me message translation of 2 Corinthians 4 verse 17. It says, these hard times are small potatoes. She said, wow, ah. <laughs> these hard times are small potatoes compared to the coming good times. The lavish celebration. Ah, get ready for party after party. Celebration is coming to your house. Thanksgiving is coming to your house. Rejoicing is coming to your house. You have cried enough. God wants me to tell you he's about to make you laugh. If this is your word, throw your hands up. Shall thank you, Jesus. Your days of tears are over. Your days of panic are over. Your days of anxiety are over. God wants me to tell you you've cried enough. He's going to make you laugh. There's a switch coming in the spirit. Things are about to turn around for your good. If that is your word, shall thank you, Jesus. I don't know about you. The Bible says he crowns the air with his goodness. I'm waiting for the goodness of God. I'm not expecting evil at the end of the year. 
I'm expecting blessings at the end of year. If you're here, you're expecting a blessing. You're expecting a breakthrough. You're expecting transformation. You're expecting a miracle. You're expecting testimonies. You're expecting testimonies. Lift your voice. Holla at your boy. It is your time. It is your time. This is why we thank... Give me Amos 9, 13 and 15. Let's, it's a prophetic word for this. Is Yes, indeed, it won't be long now. God's decree. Things are going to happen so fast. Your head will swim. One thing fast on the heels of the other. You won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once. And everywhere you look, blessings. Blessings like wine pouring upon the mountains and hills if this is your word lift your hands shout blessings one more time shout blessings all around blessings shout blessings i prophesy you're coming into blessings upon blessings things are going to happen all around blessings all around breakthrough i don't know who we're preaching to but God wants me to tell you, 2021, it is your year. It is your year of power. It is your year of success. It is your year of abundance. It is your year of liftings. It is your year of mighty manifestations. If this is your word, lift your hands up. Shout thank you, Jesus. Shout thank you, Jesus. Shout thank you, Jesus. Let God be true. Let every man be a liar. If he said it, he will bring it to pass. I don't know about you. I dare to believe God. 2021 may be rough for some people, but not me. The Bible says the lines are falling unto me on pleasant places. I have a goodly heritage. Thou anointed my head with oil. My cup runneth over. I don't know about you. 2021 overflow. Overflow. If that is your word, shall thank you, Jesus. The Bible says the path of the just is shining brighter and brighter. That means your 2020 cannot be better than your 2021. It only gets better for you. Get ready for better things. Get ready for better jobs. Get ready for better cars. Get ready for better things. Get ready for better deals. Better things are coming. I don't know who you are. God wants me to tell you, better is coming. 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 If that is your word, shout hallelujah. All around blessings. Better is coming. 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 He left you, but better is coming. She left you, but better is coming. You lost the deal, but better is coming. You lost that appointment, but better is coming. If this is your word, shall thank you, Jesus. Better things. Better things, better things. So we thank him in anticipation because his credit are good towards us. It's good, it's good, it's good. You are too faithful to fail me. You are too faithful. 
on water. I said, Lord, I trust you. You're too faithful to fail. He may not come when you want it, but he will be right on time. Hey, that's your word. He may not come when you want it, but he'll be right on time. Woo! The Lord said to tell you, my time is your best time. Yeah, my time is your best time. There is somebody who seems like in the family you are lagging behind. God is saying, I'm about to pick your hands up. Oh God, oh God. You are about to run, overtake, and recover all. You are about to run, overtake, and recover all. If this is your word, shall thank you, Jesus. God is faithful. I am not faithful. My God is faithful. The enemy can be looking at your faithfulness. He's really dumb. Because God doesn't look at your faithfulness. He looks at the faithfulness of Jesus. He looks at Jesus to bless you. He doesn't look at your tithe card and your offerings to bless you. He looks at Jesus to bless you. He looks at the finished work to bless you. He looks at the finished work to bless you. So I want you to go ahead, look at the enemy face to face. Every time he speaks to you, tell the devil, My God is faithful. My God is faithful. It's too faithful. You're too faithful. You're too faithful. You're too faithful. You're too faithful to fail. You, you're too faithful. Coach. You're too faithful. You're too faithful to disappoint me. You're proving yourself in my life. To realize. You're too faithful. You're too faithful to Got times and season in your hands. You brought forth light out of darkness. 
Come on, lift your voice. You don't need a man to be the girl.